1: They scream it's the Tash show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blessing. Better watch out, it's all he's asking over like rowing. He keeps it real. He's no joker, original, he's no poser, no competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving. Speakers closer. Cause it's time to tune in to the Tash show. Tash, show. Tash
2: show. All right, all right. Sorry for the confusion. Sorry for the confusion. It's a live edition of Tash Show on this Monday morning, and I don't normally say that word, but I am now. We had some technical difficulties. This is an audio-only Tash Show edition. We'll be here for the next two hours. Um, Here's the thing. We had some tech issues that were annoying, and we did not believe we can go live today. So that's why those tweets went out. If you're listening to the podcast version, just disregard everything I just said and fast forward. But if you want to call the show, you can do this. 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. That's an 866 475 2948 This is the Taz Show. Gonna chat up uh, some uh, NFL. I'll we'll talk about week nine a little bit. Uh, also, get into uh, talk about Gail Kim, who uh, basically had her last match, apparently, last night at Bound for Glory, but it, uh, she's the new champ. It's kind of strange, but I want to talk about Gail. Um, also, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, there's a lot of news out of uh, out of New Japan this weekend so I want to get into some of that and talk about uh, is it bad or good or good or bad as they say to shoot an angle on Twitter yes that's what I'm I, I want to talk to you guys about in this episode of the show so uh, so let me get rock and roll here and uh, get right into some football chatter first let me bring in some of the uh, all ten of the producers of the Taz show uh, all different versions of producers we have video extraordinaire producer Antony, who is basically doing nothing in the show because there's no video in this episode. And uh, Ant, uh, how are you, sir?
3: Actually, not true. Ant's doing
2: the the phones today. Hmm, interesting. So guest call screener, we call that a guest call screener. So that voice you heard was none other than the biz dev guy, the business development man himself, the audio producer of the Taz show, a budding radio star himself, Co-host, Wannabe Jones, Dennis Jones, the Lumberjack. Welcome to the Taz Show, sir. Good moment, sir. Yes, we need to discuss your Giants shortly here <laughs> against the Rams. Not yes, good. That, yes, that needs to be discussed, and that will be handled in this episode of the Taz Show. So I think uh, it might be good to go into some football, then talk about some of the wrestling stuff, because you got to talk wrestling. Got to talk wrestling. Otherwise, I get yelled at. Otherwise, I get yelled at. And I don't want to get yelled at. I get yelled at by Pimento. I get yelled at by the fans. Why are you not talking wrestling? You're an expert. You're an asshole. I know. I know. I know. Am I good on the audio? Here's
3: news. You're treating me like an asshole.
2: Am I good on the audio in here? We're good? Everything's good? Everything's fine? Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, You might want to check the internal messaging system that someone sent me a little message, but I guess we're good now. Uh, So, anyway, that's the deal on that. So. We'll talk a little football here, like I said. So, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I think the best spot to start um, would have to be the overview of the NFL this weekend. There are a lot of fights, fist fights, fist to cuffs, as they say. So, before I get into talking about <clears throat> actual games and scores and stats, uh, let me talk about the overview. The fist fights, the fist of cuffs. Oh, my God, there's so many fights in the NFL. You hear some people talking. It's the NFL. It's the National Football League. These are grown-ass men that their testosterone level, because of intensity, is at a, a raging rage every Sunday. There it, it, it should be fights. There's nothing wrong with fights in the NFL. Nothing wrong with protecting one's quarterback. These are things that are said in huddles, in practices, not just in the sport of football. For those that have played sports that are intense and with physicality, you might not be aware of this. It is taught to you when you were a young kid <coughs> excuse me, to be physical, and if someone throws a punch or gets physical with one of your teammates, you need to def- defend your teammate, Someone slaps us in the head. We punch them in the mouth. Dennis Jones, you being the one of the top linebackers in the history of Hudson Valley, New York football in high school, it says. You understand what I'm saying. Please, sir. I know you do.
3: Yeah, I uh, I have no issues with the fights themselves. Some of the, like, uh, did you see, I'm assuming you saw the Tampa okay, Bay okay, one. Okay, Okay, see, here we go. I don't want your
2: commentary right now. I will let you talk in a minute. I will allow you to, sir. Thank you. I asked you a specific question, and you did not. I want you're a former football player like me. I just played at a higher level than you. I wanted to see what you thought of what I just said. Were you ta- okay? I'll make it a simple question. Simple, because you can handle the first one. Because you're trying to get all fancy on the radio. <laughs> okay, that's what you're trying to do. Simple question. You played football. What age did you start playing football?
3: Uh, early. Look at then.
2: this. I st- stumped up already. I love it.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know the exact, early, but before 10. All right. All right. Before
2: 10th grade or 10
3: years old? 10 years old. Okay. So you were youth. A youngin. Did
2: you ever hear any of this chatter that I just said by any coach in your football career? Hey, someone hits one of our guys in a mount, we hit him back. Have you heard this before? Absolutely. That's all I wanted to get out of you, sir. That was it. All of that struggle was what I wanted from you. Now go on with your commentary. You wanted to say
3: something. Got it. I have uh, I have no issues with the fighting. Uh, the the Bengals one. All right, maybe I have an issue with that. But the I'm uh, thinking into every, Dennis, please, sir, please. I think please. I think fi- uh, fighting's healthy. you you're, yes, fighting's yes. healthy. End it's of. It's good for the good for the game.
2: Look at hockey. They hire guys that are goons that fight on a regular basis. People love the fights in the hockey. They love it. There's nothing wrong with fighting the NFL. I hear myself in an echo. Someone in that damn studio fix the audio. I'm going to start firing people, Dennis. You know how I get. I'm going to bug up my ass today. And I hear myself still. Why is this happening, Dennis? Uh,
3: there's no echo on our end. I Maybe it's my brain. I will send you a a message on the internal chat. Internal chat.
2: Uh Mike Evans. Big bad wide receiver Jones, tight end city. He's more of a receiver. He's built like a tight end a wide receiver. Uh and Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston got into a little uh, he, he 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 was being a pain of the balls and he started messing with the homeboy from the Saints. Meanwhile Jameis is out of the game, helmet off on the sideline, acting like an idiot. And, uh, you know, uh, it it ended up, uh, I guess that echo was on my end. (laughs) I fixed it. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I have to figure it out. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Jameis Winston um, started trouble, and he wasn't even playing. He was injured. He was out with his helmet off. Okay? And then Mike Evans just attacked the man from the Saints from behind. Okay, He should have been ejected from the game. Jameis Winston for taunting should have been. Jameis Winston wasn't ejected, right? He was not. Correct. Neither was Mike Evans. Correct. Uh, I think I Mike Evans. What he? Oh no, yeah, he have. was. He was. You're right. He was ejected. He was ejected. So that. Was, but Jameis Winston should have been ejected too. If he wasn't, he should have been, because he was an a- the agitator, as the word I like to use. Okay. So that's that's the first. I have no problem with the fights, but I also think that some guys need to be ejected when it happens. So that happened in the Buccaneers and the Saints game. Now in the uh, Bengals Jaguars game, A.J. Green was getting his balls busted the whole game by Jalen Ramsey, cornerback extraordinaire. And A.J. got had enough. And there was a, a mime, a gimp, a gimp, a gimp, a gins, whatever you call it, <laughs> on the Twitter that I retweeted. A gentleman made with a rich naked choke version of the Taz mission by A.J. Green on Ramsey because he had enough. It was pretty funny, and that's why it's in my Twitter feed. Regardless, um, Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Green both got ejected. Uh, Ramsey should not have been ejected. He didn't throw one punch. Yeah, he was a ball buster, and he was cheap shot and do a little stupid crap to this guy the whole game. But when the incident happened, A.J. just snapped, and they apologized for it. I think Ramsey should not have been ejected. Does anybody in that studio disagree or agree with me?
3: Agreements all around. Because hmm. I bring
2: the wood, sir. All right, so that's my deal on the fights. Uh, now let's talk about the New York Giants, the football Giants. Lordy B, Lordy B. Um, what in the F? So they got their ass kicked 51-17. to 17. Uh, Rams quarterback Jared Goff uh, threw for uh, over 300 yards, four touchdowns. That's a career high for him. Todd Gurley, running back extraordinaire, in Dennis Jones on Dennis's football team, on his uh, fantasy football team, which I wish I had Gurley. He had a 59-yard day uh, with a couple of touchdowns, and uh, wide receiver Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins combined for 137 yards, three touchdowns. So the Giants now are one and seven. Uh, they suck. It's their worst start since 1980. The whole thing is a shit show, and Dennis, it's your fault. You actually called them a, uh, you said they were the Fawcett team while the Jets were the JV team. You completely jinxed the whole New York Giant football franchise. You did. Because you acted like an ass. Do you understand that? Yeah, no, this season's completely on me. Now, also, a lot of things I want to say. The Boomer Esiason, I still hear myself. Boomer Esiason, it's not on my end. Boomer Esiason, who I respect very much, who is in the CBS family. Let's be honest, he's the first-string quarterback of WFAN. He is the man. So he is a radio man extraordinaire, broadcasting CBS, hood ornament man. Everybody loves him in the company. Here that I work for. And, And I like Boomer a lot, too. I respect Boomer. And when Boomer talks football, I'm all ears, and especially when he talks about quarterbacks. The man knows his stuff, and I have nothing but respect for him. And I heard Boomer say today on this Monday, Briefly heard him on the uh, on the airwaves. And there was uh, a heavy uh, stance from him about Eli Manning. Saying, if you want me to be honest, uh, you know, they need to refigure. Basically, he was saying, I don't want to say that he said he needs to go away, but I don't know if, what he meant. If he was saying that he should retire or if he should just, if they need to bench him and, or trade him or do something. But even Boomer is saying what I said from the beginning of the year. Kind of. I said in the beginning of the year that this guy here, Eli Manning, will retire mid-season. Now, this was was in the beginning of the year I said that. Before this started. By the way, I forgot to mention the fight that happened in the Cardinals 49ers game. That just hit me. Damn. (sighs) That was a good little uh, deal there, too. Thanks for reminding me, Dennis. Anyway. um, Yeah, man. I, I... Eli Manning, it's just it's not just Eli. The, the, look, the main problem is is the McAdoo's the coach. This is a major, major problem they have here. Major problem. He's hard. He, I, I would not be shocked if they fire him today. A lot of people need to be, you know, my man Moose, Mark Pelusis. Works on SNY, WFAN, CBS Sports Radio, has been on the Taz show, sat in the studio with me. He's a good friend of mine. Moose basically tweeted, and I retweeted it. Something along the lines that after the Giants' performance today, everyone needs to be fired. Like it was something like again, power, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along those lines. He's right. This is bad. Hey, Dennis, you're a big Giant fan. So if McAdoo got fired today, would you be
3: shocked? Uh, I wouldn't be shocked, but the the Giants. Uh, first off, it's it's a he's completely lost the locker room. Um, but they're not we gonna f- the, they're not gonna. Yeah, continue. Go ahead. They're not going to fire him. Um, a, they don't want to make a change. They're, they're going to wait for the end of the year. He's definitely done at the end of the year. They're going to let him ride it out. I mean, this season's a loss anyway. Nothing bringing in an interim coach isn't going to turn the season around. Um, and no, two— you're wrong.
2: This is where I disagree. Stop. This is where I disagree. Stop, sir. This is where I disagree with you. Because the giant fan base, which is massive, the, the huge New York Giant football fan base— Will feel like now. You obviously won't, even though you're a big Giant fan. But I would think the overview fan base would feel like something was being done. So to put an interim coach in there, and it's just like a, a it's a, it's a, 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 um, a mild shot fire to say, hey, fan base, we understand we suck right now as an organization, and at least we're making a minor change here. Just, just like a, it's like an acceptance. It's like acknowledgement. That's my point, Dennis. That's what. The, that's why I think if they fired him today, it, and I don't want to see anyone get fired, I'm not rooting for someone to get fired. But if they did do that to the man, I think that's how the fan base would feel as a whole. So you don't agree with that?
3: No, I don't agree. I look, I I'm with you where he should. He needs. He's not going to be here, whether it be today or at the end of the year. The giant organization is going to do that because they're they're not a franchise that panics because of, of as a result of the fan base. Now, the fan base has every right in the world right now to be up in arms because early preseason, the Giants were they were a playoff team last year. They had all the hopes in the world. to. Why
2: why wouldn't they panic? You guys suck. Don't have the New York Yankee, New York Giant fan base attitude because most Giant fans in this area are Yankee fans also. And it's I I knew what you just said. And I know what that means. It's that Joe cool. We don't sweat. We act like we've been there before because of the tradition. My ass. Tradition don't mean shit. What matters is what's <laughs> happening right now, my friend. You guys suck. And and you guys need to panic. Your organization needs to panic. You have a lot of holes and a lot of problems. Not just on the field. Your front office. General manager Jones, he's got to go away too.
3: Yeah, to Jerry honest. Jerry Reese needs to go as well.
2: So you got a lot of problems, sir. A lot of them. You can sugarcoat it all you want. And why the hell am I hearing myself echoing?
3: I really have no idea where it's coming from. Last week, my brain seven
2: concussions. I got echoes in my
3: brain. That could happen.
2: I hope that's not the case. So, Giants are just—I don't know, man. I—I I, I, do we have the audio so people that aren't football fans they could hear the head coach, McAdoo. He was asked a question about you know like a lot of times you know you're getting your ass kicked at halftime. You go in the locker room and you try to inspire your guys and you yell at them and you say something to them. Uh, do we have that uh, sound, that audio of what do was asked this question in the press conference?
3: Yes, his uh, his ha- his halftime speech. We have it.
2: Yes, let's play this.
4: Would you say them at halftime? Um.
3: Mm-hmm. Riveting.
2: Basically, he just goes, ah. Uh. That just sums,
3: that sums just up the Giants. Just play it again. It's perfect. Would
4: you say them at halftime?
3: Yeah. Um
2: and he just stared at the camera if you you guys could find us if you want to watch it it's actually even funny it takes you literally 10 seconds to watch the dumbfound look on this guy's face oh my god it was I was like wow 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 unbelievable Uh, but speaking of Taz show employees that their teams suck uh, the Broncos this is Anthony's team uh, they got beat real bad, 51-23, uh, you know, by the, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are, Lordy B, I got to tell you, I said this the other day. Ah, man, they are, I think they are super bowl-bound. It is super bowl-bound. I'm telling you. This golf, I'm sorry, Wentz, i got him confused with you. I always confuse him with the guy from the, the Chargers, the quarterback from the Chargers. This uh, uh Wentz, man, I gotta tell you what, he right? about just about 20 yards, four touchdowns. A Jayu, Jay Jayu from the Dolphins, who now is with the Eagles, um yeah, like almost hundred yards rushing. He yeah, had like seventy eighty yards rushing, something like that, one touchdown. Actually he had seventy-seven yards. I'm looking at seventy-seven yards rushing, one touchdown. Jeffries had six receptions, okay, eighty-four yards, two touchdowns. Brock Osler, Osweiler, the Brockster, he was playing quarterback for the Broncos. He had a 200-yard day, food for touchdown, and two interceptions. Uh, really not a great day. Man, oh, man, is Shevitz, 51-23. The Eagles are 8-1 and one right now. I'm telling you, I think that they are Super Bowl bound. Uh, I really do. It's just damn impressive what they're doing. And as a Giant fan, Dennis, it's got to really burn your ass.
3: Uh, I it it doesn't because the Giants are burning my ass right now. If if the Giants were more competitive, I would be angrier. I'm angry at the Giants. I don't have enough hate in my heart for the Eagles right now. All right, the
2: Jaguars defeated uh, the the Bengals twenty-three to seven. I discussed this AJ Green and the cornerback Jalen Ramsey. I discussed that uh, Blake Bortles, who I was never a big fan of, the quarterback of the Jaguars threw for two hundred fifty-nine two hundred and fifty-nine yards with a touchdown. Okay, the Cardinals. uh Managed to get another victory here. The Cardinals, are 20, uh, Cardinals won the game 20-10 to 10 and defeated the winless San Francisco 49ers. Garoppolo might not play, right? You know, so the quarterback, the backup quarterback, who's been sitting on a bench, unfortunately, and he's good for the Patriots, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is now on the 49ers. But I'm hearing Scudder but he might not play this year, right? Because he got to learn the playbook. Is that what's going on here?
3: Yeah, you Kyle the Shanahan, the head coach, yeah. said he doesn't want to use, I mean, I think I it was just coach speak, I think we see Jimmy G before the end of the year. Jimmy G, uh, inside term for football right there. Yeah, so uh,
2: how about Adrian Peterson? Finally had a day for the uh, Cardinals. Ran for 159 yards. <clears throat> 19th career game over 150-plus yards. That's very impressive. Fourth, fourth most all-time behind uh, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown, the great Barry Sanders, and the great Walter Payton. That's not bad company right there if you're a running back, man. To be... Um, mentioning the names of those those three cats right there, Sanders, Jim Brown and Walter Payton. That's a legit city right there. So, the Redskins beat my NFC team, uh the Seahawks 17 to 14. <laughs> I watched some of this game. I was a little depressed over what happened here. So, I, uh, you know, my Seahawks need to, re- need to regroup a little bit too, but even on my first heart full heart goes to my Buffalo Bills. So we know this. This is not new news. We understand how this goes here, but the uh, Seahawks are sitting okay. They're five and three right now, and they lost to a four and four Redskins. Well, Redskins, like I said, they won the game seventeen to fourteen. Kurt Cousins threw for two hundred forty-seven yards. You know, Vernon Davis had uh, six receptions, uh, seventy-two yards. You know, so it's you know they they played good. I mean, Russell Russell Wilson, quarterback of the Seahawks, my man. He had almost a three hundred yard rush, three hundred yards passing, I should say. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, unfortunately. So that was where the problem lied a little bit right there. Chiefs and Cowboys. Okay, two teams pretty evenly matched. It was a hell of a game. Cowboys won 28-17. to 17. I caught some of this game. Dak Press got through for 249 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Alex Smith, quarterback of the Chiefs, uh, 263 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. So um, Zeke Elliott, 27 uh Already had 93 yards, almost 100 yard day, and he had uh, one touchdown. So good day for Zeke Elliott for sure. So uh, interesting there. That's another thing that will piss off Giant fans that the uh, the Cowboys were victorious. That's another problem right there. I watched the nightcap, the Raiders and the Dolphins. The Raiders were victorious, 27 to 24. You know, the Dolphins show glimpses of very impressive stuff while when you watch them play. Jay Cutler, I thought he had a great day. He had three touchdowns, uh, threw for over 300 yards. You know, he gets ripped a lot. He, he's a true veteran presence there. Like, his poise, no matter if you like him or you don't, his poise, his being, being all those years playing in the NFL, it jumps off the map. Like, you could just tell. Like, his poise is phenomenal. Um, you know, and he's got some weapons there. I mean, they show glimpses of impressive stuff, the Dolphins. I, I, I enjoy watching them play. Uh, but it wasn't enough, and they lost at home in Miami uh, to, the, uh, to the to the Raiders. Very difficult for me just listening to the announcing in these this, this, these these Sunday night NBC games. I've talked about this a little bit in the past. Al Michaels just and and Chris Collinsworth. I mean, Al Michaels. When I hear his voice, I think it's 1984. I mean, enough. You, you, you've been in, you, you've been in the game, you know, for for 600 years. Mo- move away. Get get out of the way. Let, let these young guys come up. Enough. Stop. Operating. It's just so it feels old. Like there's no energy in the announce booth when you hear these guys. Nothing. I'm not a big fan of Joe Buck yourself. But at least when Joe Buck and like Troy Aikman call a game, there's energy there. There's something there. You know, there's just and I'm not saying Chris Collinsworth don't have credibility. He obviously does. But there's just no energy. He's, and he's been doing this for a long time. And Al Michaels has been, he's been he's he's older than dirt, Al Michaels. I mean, enough. You watch this game, Dennis? Do you disagree with my color commentary and play by play breakdown?
3: I I think it's funny that you're not a fan of Al Michaels. I feel like he's a national treasure.
2: No. He's not a national treasure in my book. He's not. I you know, he's not. Why is he a national treasure?
3: I mean, he's got such a iconic voice and I mean the the whole nineteen eighty Lake Placid do you believe in miracles he's got? Nineteen eighty. Yeah, well, I mean that's to your point like you feel it's, like it's that's exactly
2: right he was old in in when he <laughs> did that, when he did that <laughs> he was old in, in 80 was 80 or 84 where was that it was uh, 1980
3: 80? was Lake placid
2: that, that, yeah 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 he he was old then do you believe in miracles no I know he was old then and he's still on the air. He's not a national treasure in my treasure chest. In other people's, he might be. Not mine. I am not saying he has done great stuff in his career. He has his voice. I will say, you say the word iconic. I say the word recognizable. Okay. I guess when you've been on the air calling sports for 7,500 years, your voice starts to, people start to know it, you know? (laughs)
3: Like you. Yeah, I'm not that old, but I hear you. Um, is, there an so announcer, I mean, is there an announcer you like? In sports? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good question.
2: Um, I, I I like, well, when you say announcer, you mean color commentary or play-by-play? Uh, play-by-play. Oof, that's tough. I don't like a lot of them. <laughs>
3: but, I figured. I don't.
2: I like a guy. I mentioned this, I think, a long time ago. Mike Patrick. I don't know if he's on the air anymore. He Used to work for ESPN and called a lot of college football. I like Mike Patrick. You know the name Mike Patrick?
3: Yeah, older guy. I think he still does. Like the noon. He does a lot of the noon ACC games. Yeah. He's
2: he's very good.
3: I like. I've always liked Mike Patrick. I always liked Brett
2: Musburger. Um, I did always like Brett. As far as the older guys, another guy's been around for seven hundred years. Um, who else? Uh, you know, as much as I don't, it's. I know. Anthony despises Joe Buck yourself. I don't love Joe Buck. He is a pretentious, arrogant ass. I guess some would say that's about me too. Um, But that I don't like about him. But his voice and the way he calls the game, I got to say, I I, I reluctantly say it. I I don't mind it. So I I can't hate on him. I, I like the team of him and Troy Aikman. I do the play by play guys. Um yeah, well, of course, my Mets. Is it does Anthony have a mic? Yeah, he can
3: he'll be in, in a second. Ant, Ant, Ant. Anthony. Hold on, he's coming from the uh from the phone <clears throat> room. People
5: What's up, boss?
3: Ant,
2: What's going on? Who's the best? Come on, you tell the audience Who's about the... our Mets. Who's oh, the best play by okay. play guy in the game? Tell
5: him. Oh, Gary Cohen. And then second best would be Howie Rose.
2: Amen and amen, bro. I agree. But again, we're Mets fans, so that could be a little bit. Gary Cohen is just a phenomenal, phenomenal play-by-play guy. And I, I know I'm a Mets fan, but I'm telling you, guy
5: is great. Love him. I don't know why they don't let him do World Series games.
2: Well, a lot of times they're on Fox, and which his name probably uh, has the uh, lockdown big-time contract Jones Joe Buck, yourself?
5: Yeah, unfortunately, so he
2: probably has he has it in his deal that he's calling all the World Series. That's number one. Number two, Ron Darling works for you know doing the Met games, but he also used to hear him on Fox, or whatever. and for Keith Hernandez too. Those guys probably have language in their contracts where they're independent contractors, and they're you know it's a little looser for them. Where Cohen might he might have a deal where he's he's an employee.
5: Yeah, I actually never. His side of it's probably even tougher because I'm pretty sure uh and and Fox are competitive.
2: They are, but then some. That's why I, I prefaced it by saying about Keith Hernandez and and uh, and um, and Rod. Uh, uh, yeah, darling. Thank you. We're blank. Yeah, because those guys probably have language in their contract that says that they can do all the stuff they're independent the contract. It's Gary Cohen? Is he just? On SNY stuff, is he is he just on, uh, the what do you call it, and that's it? Yeah, if the, I
5: think, because the last time we made the playoffs, Howie did the radio, but in 06, right. Howie didn't do the radio, and Gary did the radio when we made the playoffs. Yeah, 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 okay.
2: So there you go. I'm trying to think, is there any other, hit me, one of you schmucks, hit me with another uh, play-by-play guy, I'll give me my uh, reaction to him. you're You're a
3: college football guy. A Big 10 yeah, guy Fowler too. I
2: don't like. Don't even say Fowler. I don't like Fowler. No, no. Only- Gus oh, Johnson. Cool. No. No, he's like high Gus energy. Johnson. No, He's too much energy. Gus Johnson, okay. he, he over <laughs> and he acts like if he sees a guy's about to break for a touchdown, he acts like it's the first time he's ever witnessed in his, in his career. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a break for a touchdown! It's so true. I love it. He, dude, he does
5: that. He <laughs> does that. He'll turn a game that's a blowout into something that you think is actually exciting,
2: but it's really just, yeah. like, a terrible game. He acts like it's the first time. I used to say that about Jared King Lawler, like, uh, you know, I, well, I never said it publicly, but, like, he, he would do the puppies thing, but that was his bit with, gr- you know, girls in wrestling. Right. He would act like it's the first time he saw a, a female in the ring or, you know, puppies! But that was his gimmick, I know that, but... That's and when I became a commentator, I said to to like Vince these guys, like listen, I, I I what King does is great and that's just his gimmick, I get it, but I, I don't want to act like if I see a woman in the ring, like it's the first time I've ever saw a woman, they just crack up laugh, like, no no, you don't need to do that, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's King's bit, that's his gimmick. That's you know, I'm not knocking King, I love King, but <laughs> I'm just saying like um with, with, with Gus, the way he calls football. He just comes out and acts like he's never seen someone score a touchdown in his
3: life. And it's his voice breaks on me when he does that. Who else? He'll call like a QB sneak from the one yard line. <laughs> Make it sound yeah, like
2: it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, it, it's like Mauro Nalo pulling. Give me another name because I got to go to break here shortly.
3: I was going to say Fowler, but you said not to do him. Um, I know he he retired last year, but Vern Lundquist?
2: I like big Vern Lundquist of the CBS family. I've always liked Vern Lundquist. He's a legend, too. Another guy's been around for about maybe 820 years. Um, But he is, that's a national treasure. Like in college
3: football, his voice, him, love the Vern Lundquist. Yes. When, when you get the nickname Uncle he's before before your name, you've made it. What's that? They call him Uncle Vern. Like when you get the nickname yeah. Uncle. Yeah, you're over. Yeah, I agree. I know.
2: No, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's called uh, Lundquist. Though I think he's calling. He's done with football.
3: I think he calls golf now. Oh, he still might do the golf. Yeah. Still
2: does golf. I mean, yeah. That proves that golf. Oh, coaches, Jim Nance. Coaches. I like Jim Nance. Now I like Jim. You brought him up. Another man of the CBS family. Uh, Jim Nance. I have to tell you. Uh, he makes Tony Romo a little bit more for me able to deal with Romo. Because Romo's on the cusp, for me, of being hated as a commentator. <laughs> okay. <There> was, <laughs> close. I don't hate him yet because he's new at this. But, you know, he's getting to my nerves. And, and, and look, he brings you in the huddle a little too much, I think. I, I love the breakdown. He will break down a game. Tony Romo, will he'll break it down in too much detail. Like, it, it, like for... It goes over the head of a casual football fan, so that's something he needs to learn how to do. And Jim Nance can teach him that. And I just taught I just taught Tony Romo something. You need to placate to the casual fan also. You cannot just give too much inside terms on football. You can't. He's giving. Hey, okay, we're the next route. Did a Texas route too, and he should have done the next route. And you got, <laughs> like, bro, you got to explain this. Like, you can't. You can, I, I played, you know, D two college ball, big time, right there, big time, and 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 I'll, he's losing me, like you know, and, and you know I'm an expert at this.
3: Uh, I like Jim Nance. Give me another one, please. I gotta go to break. Hurry up. Give me another one. Uh, Sean McDonough, Monday Night Crew. He's all right.
2: You know why I like him? Because he sounds like he don't want to be there.
3: <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Very he's mundane. Sound-
2: he sounds like, I don't give a shit about this. Go ahead, Gruden. Make your faces. I don't care.
3: Touchdown.
2: Touchdown. I, so I like him. No sell Jones. I mean, I'll break down every commentator in every sport. Don't matter. Uh, this guy here, he just don't care. And I like that because he's not overselling. He he, he doesn't sound too bored, but he does sound a little bored. You know, He does. You know, where Al Michaels sounds like he wants to go bet on, uh, yeah, who won in the exactor? Uh, yeah, I the yeah, he,
3: he, may, like, he doesn't hide the fact who, 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 where he OG. put his money at.
2: No, exactly. Like, you know, Vegas Jones. Hey, how you doing there, baby? Hey. He's just picture him, like, in his limo on the way to the hotel, you know, cranking like Dean Martin, like, you <laughs> know, as you sip, sip it on a martini. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he's just so not a man of the people. It always comes back to Al Michaels.
3: Any other ones you want me to hit? No, I think you you, you hit all the major ones.
2: Who's the kid on uh, doing the baseball? He used to work for the Mets and Kevin and Burkhardt. now he's that's it. Kevin Burkhardt. I actually mm-hmm. met him. A little bit of a douche when I met him a couple years ago. A <laughs> little bit of a douche. Yeah, I actually met him. It's about eight about eight or nine years ago actually, and he was like low man on a pole. He was acting like a douche towards me. How about that? A little bit of a douche. He's good though. He's he's good at what he does. Yeah, I like him. He's good. I don't mind even if you're a douche to me. If you're good, I'll put you over. <laughs> I've put on a lot worse than him. Trust me. All right, I don't know. There's there's your spit, spitball <laughs> sports. So I'm gonna come back for minutes. The only thing I wanted to talk about too with sports, I might be during the week. I want to talk about referees, unless I do it now. I might have a minute to do this because I need to. I have an, I'm gonna have a little outburst. I want to just say this before we go to break. You watch football. Any sort of football. Am I the only one who is fucking sick of the referees with the tight shirts? Like, what, what who the fuck? All of a sudden, referees are fucking bodybuilders now? Like, what is going on here? I can't like, you see know, Guy's putting baby <laughs> roll on his arms. Like, you're a <laughs> ref.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they know they're on you know, TV. I, they got to look good.
2: I mean, I, I, one ref, the fucking guy thinks he's Batista. Like, you know, it's like, what, what are you doing with <laughs> And and then the one guy, oh, I gotta get his name, Corrent, not Corrente, something like that. And he always does. He said the all right holding on the offense number seventy three. Uh, result of penalty is ten yards. No, result of penalty, first down, and he puts his finger like a one, like right at the camera. First down, like that's his gimmick, like one fall, like he's he's got a gimmick. He's got a gimmick. He did the Eagles game yesterday. He was the ref, the lead ref in the Eagles oh. game. Whoever?
5: All right, I'll look it up. I don't know his name, but you are so right. He was so frustrating. Bro,
2: he does that shit all the time. I want. It. He's got an Italian name, a like Corrente or something like that. And that's another thing, talking about Al Michaels. I want you people, especially you two in the studio, when Al Michaels is calling a football game, listen carefully. The lead ref, he'll always just say his last name. He acts like he's like he acts like it's like a military thing. Oh uh, yeah, uh, mcdonald does. got the call. Oh, uh, McDonald picked the flag up. That I don't know why. That fucking makes me so mad. Oh, okay. I got I got the ref. What's his name? Gene
3: Steratore.
2: That's it. Asterikos. Listen to Al Michaels. He calls all these guys. I'm telling. I can't wait till next Sunday, when you people, all of you, listen to this and I watch football next Sunday, please. Pay attention. Dennis, you, Andy, all you guys. Seth, I know you're listening. You're always the, the eye above us. You're always watching. I Listen. Listen to Al Michaels. What's his name? Savitor? Savitor?
3: Sterator.
2: Oh, uh, Sterator! just picked the flag up. Let's get the call from Sterator, Chris. Stericore. Shut up, Al. The last names. Uh, yeah, McDonald said that. Uh, yeah. what, what, what is this? What is he, an army brat? Stop. I can't follow this. I gotta go to break. All right, so on the side of the break, we're gonna get into a little chatter here about the uh, about the Twitter, about social media. Is it good or bad to shoot an angle on social media? Well, we saw this with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. So uh, I will discuss this and my thoughts on this on the other side of the break. Tash, show, sit down. Yes. This is interesting I see that brother love is trending And like there's close to 20,000 people tweeting about And I'm like, oh my god, I panic I'm like, oh no I got nervous I thought something happened to Bruce Pritchard I'm like, oh god And I clicked it and thank God I was wrong. And um Sean Diddy Combs changes his name to Brother mark. Are you fucking kidding me? The rapper decided to mark his 48th birthday by changing his name again. Bro, you're 48? What the fuck are you doing? I'm 50. I got one name, Taz. Yeah, they call me Loose Sass Also, I know. One name, Dennis. That's all you need. When you hit this age, one name.
3: Uh, he's. See, the problem with him is he was, he was Puff Daddy, he was P Diddy, and then he was just Diddy. So a name change doesn't surprise me here. But for him to pick Brother Love, now that's. Oh, gimmick. he stole the gimmick. Gimmick and friendship.
2: Oh, that that is the definition. That is. That's disgusting. Disgusting that he did this. And I believe Bruce Pritchett tweeted something. It said, get your own gimmick or something. <laughs> Which is, I don't put, I, dude, that that's not right. WWE has to have a trademark on this gimmick. They have to. How do you just take someone's gimmick? P. Diddy. Shame on you. Real I mean what? And if you go to his Twitter account, there's actually audio of him, a video of him talking about it. Who gives a shit, P. Diddy? How about that? <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: Brother Love.
2: Dude, that's not even like.
3: <laughs> like kind of like, close, you, like oh, you probably stop. ripped off Bruce, Bruce. No, that's a full right. blown. Just take the full yeah. name.
2: Just t- like just just say you know I, maybe he could have went Brother Love two. Then I would have been all right. It's not that bad, you know. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> straight Brother Love. You know what? I'm gonna change my name because my birthday was in October. And I'm changing my name to Jack Nicholas. I mean, like, what? I could just steal names too. Like, but. no, I'm changing my name. I changed my name again. I'm changing my name to 50 Cent. That's my new name.
3: 50 Ooh, Cent. That's a good one. I
2: mean, really, like, <clears throat> I remember. Like, what, what? How do you just take people's names? It's very frustrating. Uh, I'd like to talk to Isaac in New Mexico. You're on a Taz Show, sir. How can I help you?
3: What's going, Big Taz? How's it going, man?
2: How are you, Isaac? What's going on, man? New Mexico. We don't get a lot. We get calls from all over the country and the world. We do, Isaac. New Mexico, we've got a couple, but not many.
6: Yeah, man.
0: uh, I listen every day, and it's not something I really hear. It's not something I really hear. I know that guy Andrew from
5: New Mexico calls. He does the Edge announcer guy. It's pretty good.
2: Oh, he actually is pretty good. That's not you, is it? With a fake voice? No, no. <laughs> you should steal his name, Andrew. <laughs> just like you should. You, well, that's, you should be Andrew from New Mexico. Yeah, just steal. Everybody else is doing it. Just steal people's eyes. <laughs> right, right. No more integrity anymore. I'm pissed at everyone, Isaac. What's going on, buddy?
5: Uh, not much, man. I just wanted to talk a little uh, Lucha Underground ricochet situation. Um. I know it's it was put out a few a, a while back that uh he was he him and Pentagon were done with Lucha Underground, but um the uh, Ultima Lucha finally came out and Prince uh, Puma he's done
4: he's gone from Lucha Underground and uh, I just wanted to know what do you think he should do what do you think he will do because indicators are looking like he's going at WWE I kind of don't want
5: to
6: see that what are your thoughts about it, Taz?
2: I, I'm a look. Uh, I've talked about him in the past about Ricochet. I, he's a tremendous uh, talent. I mean, he's. Uh, I mean, for those that don't know, if if you want to see him, like like Isaac just said, if you go watch Lucha Underground, he he wrestles under a mask uh, under the name Prince Puma. But now that looks like that's over. But I, look, man, uh, and Isaac, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Um, when you have this ability that this guy has, the physique he has, the athleticism he has the timing he has in the ring. And he's not just a high spot guy. I mean, he, he this guy can go. He can work. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know. I mean, I if I'm Triple H, I'm looking to hire this guy uh, ASAP, to be honest. Um, I think he's a tremendous, tremendous talent. Uh, I think I did a, um, God, it was a long time ago when I was doing the uh, breakdown before breakout, he might have been a guy I did it on. He might have been one of the guys I did it on, I should say. I think I did. I think I did. Yes, I'm pretty sure I did. That's how bad my memory gets sometimes. But uh, the thing is, like, if you put him in WWE or 205 Live and and all this stuff, uh, you got to really let him do the stuff he does. Um, I, I think it's interesting what Lucha Underground did. They they put him under a mask and, and pushed him. Uh, but, you know, it, that doesn't help your independent bookings and stuff like that because I would assume that Lucha Underground owns the character Prince Puma. So they marketed and pushed the character Prince Puma, not Ricochet, you know. Um, I mean, the, the, all of the people in the wrestling community, the hardcore fan base, they know it's the same guy. But, you know, now you bring him into WWE, if that's the case, I would I would uh, somehow uh, work it out with him and, and let him keep the name Ricochet. Um, but, you know, I, I... I I think his upside is great. I mean, there's not much negative to say about his work rate. He's very, very good. He's very good. He's he's been very good for quite some time. This is not a new thing with him. Let's go to uh, Dustin in Oregon. Uh, Dustin, you're on a TAS show. What do you say there, buddy?
0: Hey, how's it going? Thank you for taking my call.
2: Got it, my man. What's going on?
0: Uh, I just wanted to – I apologize. I missed the first half of the show, so I don't know if he covered it. I just wanted to know what you thought of the Monday night game going tonight.
2: No, we didn't I get into to... the... Sorry, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead.
0: <clears throat> oh, I was just going to say, I also have a suggestion for off the hooks.
2: Well, tell me a suggestion, first of all, off the hooks, because uh, we we slowed down this... Last week, we we didn't get, You know, we had Grind My Gears part uh, third, part three, <laughs> and uh, we didn't get as many people contacting us about it as I thought we would. I'm a little disappointed in you if people. I
0: if I would have got a chance, I would have been all over that.
2: Why didn't you get a chance? You busy? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't. I five in the morning over here, man. That's
2: hard for me. It's just no excuse. There's no excuse. I mean, you set your alarm clock. Come on, you know better than that. I mean, you've called the show before, <laughs> Boston. I, you know I what I mean. Know. But what's your suggestion? What's your suggestion on? Uh, I'm busting your balls. What's your suggestion on? Uh, <laughs> just
0: rappers.
2: Just rappers. So is, you get this idea because P Diddy Combs is now Brother Love. Is that why you're saying this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <no. laughs> How bad that's is like, that, bro? That is the dumbest
4: thing I've ever heard in my life. Are you a hip hop fan? Uh, that's all I listen to. All
2: right. You're a younger cat. You're, you're How old are you for my music? I'm
4: um, 25.
2: You're right in that hip hop range. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, you agree that it's just stupid and horrible that he is Brother Love, right?
0: Uh, it's worse than that. It is just atrocious.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, so you want to do hip hop guys off the hook? I do. I wonder, Dennis, what do you think of this? Do we have enough fans of the show that are into hip hop? I mean, I mean, you know, with bizanji and obviously Dennis, uh, that whole feel. But but what what Dennis? What you I mean, we get you're the biz dev guy. You are just on the docket now. What what do you think here?
3: I think so. I mean, for for Dustin to call in and request it. Well, for, right off the bat, it, it has to be a five match supercard because obviously Bizanji's in everybody's uh off the hooks because he's such a great fan yeah. of the show and then it really should be a four person one because we have our own rapper on the mm. show as well. <laughs>
6: yeah.
3: And rumor has it Pat,
2: uh you know Pat McGraw, and you know him right Dustin? I do. I think he has a history in rap. He's running, uh, he's the best of what we got in the uh, Lincoln Park <laughs> over there. He used to is sing that for Lincoln is Park. That
4: how he's going to make his city council by rapping <laughs> to him.
2: Pat, welcome to the Tash Show. Hi,
0: thank you. <laughs> All
2: right, so your Monday Night Football thing here, uh, Isaac. Uh, Isaac, I'm sorry, Dustin. Uh, sorry, too many chair shots. So you got the Lions, my friend, uh, going against the Packers, right? So I mean, you get the Detroit Lions. They're, they're, I think they're like three and four, three and five. They're three and four, and then you get the Packers of four and three. You know, look, you're gonna be over there in uh, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good game. It's a good NFC battle. Um, I gotta, I don't know the lines. I don't do the whole you know the whole uh the whole betting thing i uh i got to tell you i'm going to go um i'm going to say that the detroit lions upset it probably would be an upset the win at Lambeau. i'm going with the lions here uh what do, what do you, is that what you wanted to hear a prediction from me dustin
3: dustin's gone
2: okay so thanks for coming um who's going to win this game dennis what do you think
3: uh did you forget that aaron rodgers is out and yes. Brett Hudley. That's why the Lions will win. I don't think I don't think it's an upset
2: though. They're playing in Lambeau. It's a tough place to win. Okay. Maybe you're right. You're
3: probably right. I think the, I think the Lions win handily here.
2: Aaron Rodgers got lit up on that slide. Oof. Last week that bad, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Got up. Look look like you when you walk in the studio. Huh? What are all these buttons and these lights? Where's the In bagels? Oh, uh... all right. So, <laughs> should people be shooting angles for wrestling on Twitter? You know, on social media. So, for those that don't know, so what happened? We've seen the past—I don't know—I guess a couple of weeks. Uh, Kenny Omega, the, the great star for New Japan, uh, Canadian gentleman who's been on the Taz show, who uh, probably one of the hottest, probably if not the hottest free agent for quite some time in pro wrestling, but he's not really a free agent, but I guess some would call him that. He was involved with a Twitter battle with Chris Jericho, and they were going back and forth and you know, with insults and stuff like that, and Chris was insulting him with in independent wrestling, and then he started insulting New Japan, <clears throat> and so many fans Got sucked into this. Because both guys have a lot of followers. So, so many fans, excuse me, got sucked into this thing and believed that these two guys didn't like each other and that Chris was attacking him and Chris was ripping him and all this kind of jazz. And uh, it ended up being a big work and it's going to be that these two guys are going to have this big match at Wrestle Kingdom twelve. In Japan on January 4th in 2018. Which Wrestle Kingdom is like. New Japan's version of basically WrestleMania. It's a massive massive show. It's always a great show. Well that's a big match. And Jericho has not wrestled outside WWE. For quite a lot of years. So he's always been under contract. And been under the tutelage of WWE. So uh, he's always just been there. So uh, it's a big deal. Even though at Chris's age. you know, And we've seen him in the ring recently in WWE. He can still go to his credit keeps himself in good shape. His body is uh, rigid enough that he's he's hasn't had bad bad injuries, that he can still go. So that's good for Chris. I've wrestled Chris a lot in my career. Uh you know, I know him. There was a stint where he blocked me on Twitter. You were not on the show when this happened, were you Dennis?
3: No, but I've I've heard from the it's former funny, all right? the it's... former team <laughs> <laughs> about the, uh, the the Taz Chris Jericho. And it was saga.
2: apparently an accidental blockage.
3: I don't know what happened. How did, that's, that's a made-up thing.
2: No, but I there was no reason for Chris to block me. I, I never had a problem with Chris. Well, well, one time I
3: kind of... Well,
2: it was never like a major problem. Nothing crazy. I always liked wrestling Chris. I, I think he liked wrestling me. I don't know. Regardless, Chris has managed to have the ability and the awareness and to <clears throat> keep himself... A hot topic in the business, which is good. Good for him. He's never taken a shortcut. He's earned it. <clears throat> I respect him. So he will face Kenny Omega. So here's the point of the, the conversation for me. Like I'm, I'm seeing this stuff, and I see the Twitter battle, and I, and as, as soon as I saw it, I hate to sound like that guy, but I have to. I said to myself,
0: mm, all right,
2: I'll just, it's a work, and we on. done. You know, I follow Kenny Omega, he follows me, uh, Chris and I follow each other, so I, I saw the stuff, and and I kept seeing it, and they kept it going, and it, and my God, I didn't think it would lead to a match, that I have to be honest with, I just thought it was them creating some buzz with each other, which is good, there's nothing wrong with that, uh, but the question I posed earlier in this episode of the TAS show is, is it bad to shoot an angle on Twitter? So is there a short answer for that? Not really. I I think it's okay that you get one shot. Cuz then you're the boy who cried wolf. And I think that's what you got to be careful of. Um is being the boy who cried wolf. And I think people know what I mean when I say that because then you lose some credibility with your fan base where they some of them could say, "Uh eh, you're not working me this time." You made me feel like a schmuck last time. (laughs) So, and then you get these people that are saying they're angry at Chris, or maybe Kenny too, I don't know. They're angry because Chris did this, or because Chris and Kenny did this. I think the only person, anybody who's angry about this, that you should be angry at is in the mirror. If you allow yourself to get worked, why are you getting mad over it? It's your fault. It's the wrestling industry. These guys are sports entertainers. These guys are pro wrestlers and they're performers and they're entertainers and they have to sell tickets and they know how. <laughs> it's this is this, this is the business. I don't do this personally. I'm not in the wrestling business anymore. But I don't do this. I don't. I don't work my fans. I don't. I don't do that. I'm as honest and blunt as I can be with my fans on social media and on this show. I've always done that, the best of my ability. I don't. I don't. For me, I don't believe in doing that. But that's just me. It, it might work for Chris. It might work for Kenny, which it obviously is, and that's cool. That's fine. I don't begrudge those guys and anybody who shoots angles on on you know on Twitter. But this was a big one. And a lot of people I think feel fooled. And then you're going to get those people that go, Ah, I don't care that I got fooled. That's like the guy who, you know, walks into the deli like, oh, I'm going to get myself a baloney sandwich. Oh, whoa! and he slips and falls on his ass and he goes, Oh, I meant to do that.
3: No, you didn't, you fat ass. You didn't mean to do that, you clumsy shit. Just call me out by name. You don't gotta say you don't gotta use pronouns. No, but then you
2: know what I'm talking about? The guy that like like trips up and when the guy's talking to a girl, and he's, like, drinking, like, a beer, and it, like, <laughs> spills all over his chest. Like, oh, I just meant to do that. I, I meant to dribble beer all over my own face. The
3: funny, yeah. clumsy guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I meant to do that. That That's what it is. When people, like, get worked on Twitter by, like, this Kenny Omega uh, Jericho thing, it's like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't care. If you got worked. <laughs> you get worked. That means you're a sucker. And I'm, I'm not calling a mark. People- I'm not calling people a sucker. I'm just saying if you get worked like that, that that's the... And it's okay. Uh, you know, I always say about WWE, work me. Do some stuff to work me. Shoot an angle. Do something. Work me. I think it's a little rough with social media. Now, I'm going to get a little deeper into this. Like I said, I don't believe in doing this on social media. It's going to work, and it did work for Chris and Kenny and for New Japan. I get it now. It's cool. Uh, but this is part of the reason why I didn't... It was none of my business and why I didn't never talk about this on the air. I saw... Jericho and Omega feuding a little bit on Twitter. I wasn't dripping on it, but I saw it. I I didn't care because I knew it was a work. <laughs> I could feel it was a work. But you people know me that I am, I am loaded with conspiracy theories. And these are the reasons why. Because I come up for 30 years in the business for 30 years like this, with stuff like this, before there was Twitter that's why i don't stuff with sport a lot of stuff i just i have conspiracy theories because i've seen a lot of works in my life i've been part of them and i've witnessed them and i've been in rooms how they come up with them <laughs> so it's for me it's i i it's a little tough my wife teases me all the time like you don't believe nothing you don't trust anything you think everything is a work I, and I, I you know it's an exaggeration when you say oh that guy thinks everything's a work i don't think everything's a work but i think a lot of stuff's a work a lot I think the problem with Twitter or with social media, like Facebook or <clears throat> Instagram or something like that, whatever, if you're going to shoot an angle in wrestling, this is the problem. It's, I've always said this, things can get lost in translation via text if you text someone on an email. So we've all experienced that. That's where you piss somebody off, a friend of yours, or a guy or a girl, or your husband, or your wife, or whatever because of a text or because there wasn't an actual dialogue of your voices with each other so that could create confusion and things get the way i read it is the way i hear you saying it which i could be way off and i think that's the problem with shooting an angle on twitter with wrestling because you can't it's tough to tell and it's let me just put it bluntly it's easy to do it's very easy to do what Jericho and Omega did. It's extremely easy. Because people, fans, in the wrestling community are clamoring for the next best. They, people love these Twitter fights. People love this shit. So now they're clamoring for like the next next best angle. But now anybody who's trying to shoot an angle <clears throat> with each other, or wrestling or whatever on social media, better back off because this thing got a lot of attention. And let this cool down because people are gonna say, ah, oh, now it's a work. Now everyone's an expert. Oh, that's a work. Oh, that's a now everyone knows. All the people who got worked that were mad they got worked are now gonna be experts on everything that's on Twitter. Dennis, you know what I'm saying on this?
3: Yeah, I uh I actually I don't agree. I mean the people the people getting the fans, that's their problem. I actually I like I like what they did.
2: I didn't say why are you putting words in my mouth? Did I say I didn't like it or did like it?
3: Uh, no, I guess he didn't.
2: So you just said you disagreed? <clears throat> what, 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 Ant, are you there?
3: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Is Anthony sitting in my chair? No, no. That's First off, Pat wants it to be called his chair from now on. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to talk to Anthony.
3: He's there.
2: What's up, boss? Ant. Uh... Why is Dennis trying to be argumentative with me when I didn't even give wh- why is he doing that because he, he's trying to make
5: it the Dennis Jones show Right, he's right. not he's not letting
2: you do your thing Right, well he's, try- he's trying to create like an argument with him and I and, and I'm not arguing with him I, I there's nothing argument. I think he's trying to get you flustered
5: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah Good yeah, luck, yeah.
2: <laughs> Good luck. Watch people get hit by cars in front of me. I just keep going on.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff. You
0: know
2: so the thing is, is it bad? Is it bad to do this? I don't think it's bad. <clears throat> like I said earlier, I think you got to be careful because you should become the boy or cried wolf. You, you got, you can't do this a lot because it's gonna. People are gonna be very. Uh, like looking at you like, eh, I don't know, dude, you're working at one time, I don't know if I'm buying this. I don't do this, as I said, I don't believe in this, because I think it's a little risky. You you definitely can turn some people off, and it's not about losing followers, but you can get some people that, that lose you, that don't believe in you. I think it's entertaining what they did, I think it's very smart in essence, because it's definitely putting a lot of tension already overnight on this, on this deal here. <clears throat> Uh, for Wrestle Kingdom. And, you know, and then they had Chris basically challenge Kenny Omega on the New Japan TV gimmick, I guess, on the Tron in the live house and the people reacted to it uh, where Kenny basically said, you know, I'm the alpha male in this business and stuff like that. I think he said something like that. I I, I saw the promo. I don't remember everything he said. But it, they, they did a good job in essence to just get a, a ton of attention real quick on Kenny versus Chris. and And I'm sure it's going to be a really good match. I mean, So uh, I'll definitely probably check out Wrestle Kingdom for sure. Um, I usually watch it, so I'll definitely check it out in January. Uh, It's a New Year type show. That's the whole feel on them, and you know. So I just think you got to be careful with that, and that's uh, one of the main reasons why I don't do that kind of work stuff on Twitter because it definitely it's easy to do. Again, it's just it's easy. You could sit there laughing and texting the guy while you're tweeting with him, sh- burying him. You know, you guys are like, I will work in everyone. I mean, that's <clears throat> and then some people, like I said, get mad. <clears throat> and they get mad because they, they don't like that they got work. You can't get mad at the guys who work you. If you allowed yourself to get work, then it's your own fault. <laughs> that's how I look at it. You know, I, I – you know. That's not my style. Like I said, I've never been like a big ribber. Like I don't. in the business, I wasn't one of those guys like the rib guys. And like as a joke, like that wasn't like my big shtick. I wasn't like really into the ribbing thing. A lot of guys were. Like I didn't, you know, I I didn't begrudge anyone. If someone was a ribber, whatever, go rib. I don't care. I've been ribbed years ago, and I laugh it off. I never, I didn't take myself as serious as people thought. But the rib thing, it's like this is the new rib. Like you could go on Twitter and kind of rib. And rib the audience, rib your fans, rib your followers. I think you gotta be careful of that a little bit. That's all. Good business though. Smart what they did. You know, definitely. Um and it got a ton, a ton of attention for sure. Uh let's go uh let's go down to Florida and talk to Trey. Trey, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Hammer?
0: Hey, what's going on, Taz? How are you, bud? Pretty good, man. Um, just wanted to talk about uh Roman Reigns' return. Yes, sir. Yeah, sorry to throw things off track, but um, yes. Yeah,
2: no, so, no, no, it's all good, dude. Yeah. That's all good, don't worry about it. Go for it.
0: <laughs> all good, all good. All right, yeah. so, um, I wanted to say, you know, when Roman Reigns comes back, I really think he should just dump this whole shield thing. You know, just because of how, one, we got Kurt, Kurt Angle in the shield now, and then we have Triple H. I don't know if you've seen that on uh on Twitter. Yeah, ICW. Uh,
2: wait, which one? With the shield you're talking about? He did...
0: Yeah, yeah, Triple H with the shield. Yeah. And especially after the whole Seth Rollins things, it, it just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah,
2: I talked about that. You probably didn't hear or watch the show, my show on Thursday. Dennis, Thursday I discussed that, didn't I?
3: It was, uh, I think it might have been earlier in the week, even. Okay, I mean, you, you definitely discussed it last week, though. Yeah. All right, whatever. Continue, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, I think when Roman comes back, he should just, you know, dump the shield, like, he he's been replaced by pretty much everybody as of right
2: now. I think he's been replaced by interim guys, stand-ins, you know, just and a you know a couple of really big names in Kurt Angle and uh you know obviously Triple H. So I think that's part of it right there, dude. I don't I Trey, you're still there, right Trey? Yeah. All right Trey, I I have to disagree. Um I'm not a huge fan of the Shield thing, Trey, but here's my thing, buddy. They're putting a lot of money into this thing. Uh, not only do I don't think they're going to do that, like they're not going to do what you're saying. I don't agree that they should <clears throat> because they put a lot of money into it, and it seems like a lot of people like it. So if you yeah. do that, doesn't don't you feel it looks like it's it's a sign of that you just gave up?
0: Yeah, that's true. So, um, so what do you think? What do you think is uh, next for Roman after the whole Shield reunion? Do you think he's going to continue um, with his same uh, ring gear and his same entrance music? You know after. You, you, know, that's, do you
2: think that's, that's tough to say right now because we don't know how long he's going with The Shield. I mean, um, I, I look at Randy Orton. Look at Randy Orton. Look at Randy Orton, Trey. Randy Orton's got the same music, same look and everything for a long time. You know, WWE, and that that's not just on Randy and, and the guys. A lot of times, it's that's what your boss wants. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they say.
0: Yeah.
2: And that that's the feel there. Do you, why, you think it should change?
0: Um, I, I feel like... I, he, like, he needs his own identity. I feel like it was getting to that, you know, once they were already broken up and Rollins had his own thing, Dean had his own thing, and then now... Wait, hold on, um, wait, wait,
2: wait. Right. you're saying Roman Reigns, you don't think Roman Reigns has his own identity?
0: No, he he does. But it's, uh, I mean, it's it was the whole uh, ring gear thing, that was something the Shield came in with. And then the, I know uh, the so I'm, I'm saying
2: that you just, you just said that he he needs his own identity. That's why I don't know why you're saying that. Uh,
0: not not so much as an identity, but uh, something to make him look like he he's past the shield.
2: You know. Right, right. Well, I mean, he does wear the shield. He was wearing the shield. Gob, where the other guys changed. Well, I I think that his identity was definitely his own before they regrouped the shield. Now. Uh, he's made a lot of money for the company, a lot of money for himself, dude. I mean, I don't think people thought of The Shield while he was dating the singles run by himself. I didn't think of The Shield, did you?
0: I, I, I didn't really think of The Shield. You know, I, I, I thought of Roman Range as his own, like, entity. But um, it was just like, you know, you see him and you get, like, flashbacks of The Shield. Just from the music and things like that, and then... You know, once He's they got a back together,
2: the shield, it, it, But I, I don't look at him. Didn't I didn't matter. get that, bro. I didn't get that, bro. I, I got from him, like, the only with, with the stuff he wears, the Shield stuff. Only reason why, when he was a singles competitor, I didn't know why he was doing that, because this guy's got such a great physique. Why would you hide it? That's what I was saying about him.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? I think he has yeah, his yeah. own identity. He's a big star, you know? Are you a fan of his or not really?
0: Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I, I don't think he doesn't have his own identity. It's just, you know, I just feel like, uh, you know, when they go back with The Shield, it's like, okay, so, you know, this is Roman's, you know, music right now. And then. Listen to, to me, bro, up, bro, you
2: know, bro, I, bro, you're a passionate <laughs> wrestling fan. I respect you, but I got to tell you something. You got to be careful. Like when you first you said to me, he doesn't have his own identity. Then you said he did. Now you're saying yeah. he doesn't. I'm confused. What's the deal? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs>
0: um, no, I, I think he does. It's just uh, he just brings back, like, you know, shades of The Shield. For me, at
2: okay. Least. <laughs> I hear you. That's all right. Well, look, no matter what, he's getting a reaction. Trey, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I think he has his own identity. I, 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 do. I, I don't think of the shield when he comes out and stuff like that, but you know, I mean, I don't mind a little flip flopping here and there. You can't flip flop that much. I was getting a headache, Dennis. You see what's going on there? <laughs> it was like a pancake flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flip, flop. You got to stay the course. You call the show, you got to have a point. And don't change on me, what's I'll spot it. Willie Chuck, Toledo, Ohio. You're on the Taz Show, Haas. What's up?
6: Hey, what's going on, Taz?
2: <sighs> you know. What's up, Willie Chuck? Thank you again for the present you gave to the, the show. I appreciate the, all the sauce.
6: Oh, I, have you used it? <laughs>
2: Is it edible? Yeah, these people on the show—they eat everything, dude. If it's free, they'll, they'll, they'll pour the shit in a glass and drink it.
6: <laughs> All right, cool. I—I I, I was calling about um, how much raw you watched while you were in ECW. Yeah, oh, that's that was a good like question. Eight thousand things during your show. You're, you're such a good—you're such a good host and a, a, a good uh, show that I was like writing things down that I wanted to say to you. There's like nine things on my thing. I'm like, man, I want to just keep, I want to, I want to respond to this. I want to say this and this and this. Yes. But I understand. there's
2: many layers. I have many layers as a, a performer, sir. Many layers. Uh, Dennis has a lot of layers too,
3: in a different realm. So the thing is winter's coming. I got to <laughs> layer up.
2: <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, did I watch much ECW, uh, much Raw during my ECW days? Um, hmm. I have to say, it's a good question, Willie Chuck, because I was in the middle of my prime during the bulk of that the Monday Night Wars, and I said this a while ago here in a Taz show. You know, we were off on Mondays, so I can't speak for the rest of the ECW alumni guys, but I know I used to watch it, not religiously, but I would watch it a good amount, and I thought it was fun to watch because. I didn't have a dog in a fight. I was on a different team. I was with a different group. So these guys were doing their Monday Night Wars thing and it was pretty entertaining. And uh so I would watch, yeah. I would definitely watch it. But um, you know, I wasn't really focused on it too much because I had so much of my own stuff I was dealing with to to build my career, you know, and keep my success and for ECW. So but I definitely did watch it. Yes, I did. I, I'm I'm man enough to admit that where Willie Chuck, a lot of wrestlers they won't say that. They no sell shit. They won't tell you. Yeah, I used to watch that. They they're, they're too cool, so they won't tell you that. I'm telling you, I used to watch it. Yeah, definitely. I used to watch Raw and Metro. That's awesome. Cause yeah. i I was
6: curious about. I was curious about that. Can I Can I give you like? I mean, you can cut me off whenever you want. But I got like eight point like eight things.
2: I'm cutting you off uh, the- after your next question. Go ahead. Go.
6: Well, I didn't have a question. The last show in the Gimmick Clubhouse with Pat. If I was in New Jersey, I would vote for him. Uh, Keith Jackson, and then yes. Vern Lundquist. I always yes. pictured as Mr. Pimento. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I forgot to mention was great.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, George, sir. You're gonna go through the do- Dennis. Stop him, Dennis. Talk to your friend.
3: Talk- <laughs> w. C. Man. Yeah. Well, Taz, you told him you're going to cut him off after one, so he's trying to pack in all eight bullet points in one in one breath.
6: He said one Will question, Chuck. but I didn't have a question. I just wanted to. Yeah, but you to...
3: can't just—I can't let you just spit shit out over here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 it's not even making sense. Are you drunk again?
6: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Damn it! Call back in <laughs> the week and give me your other stuff, Willie Chuck. Thanks for calling, brother. All right. All right. Okay. People. See you later. All right. That went well.
5: I'm so, describing it right now.
2: On that note, I'm going to go to break. Other side of break, uh, we'll be back at the Tash show. I want to talk about Gail Kim. Gail Kim, the tremendous female performer and wrestler. Apparently had a last match last night and became champion at Bound for Glory. We'll discuss this Tash show. Sit so tight. We're back here tonight, show on this Monday edition. Then talk a little bit about Gail Kim in a second. Give a little raw preview. Uh, take one or two phone calls, and then wrap this bad boy up. But the support for the cash show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken and Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan and it's very simple guys I tell you this all the time and it really is and they're big supporters of us therefore we're supporters of them and they do such a great job so whether you're looking to buy your first home or your tenth, with Rocket Mortgage you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision for you and your family so Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans here's the deal apply simply understand fully, mortgage confidently, and to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com tac that's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS, equal housing Lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. So well, there you have it. So, uh, you know, rock and roll here, a real brief draw, so I've got to say that before the break, so we'll definitely do that uh, as we, uh... You know, drive towards the end of uh, the uh, show here, the Taz show. I did a little, little Francesca. You heard that? That's uh, you heard. Uh, uh... There's a little bit there, a little bit. I almost did it. Let's go uh, to Brooklyn and talk to my man Joe. Uh, What's up there, homie? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Joe. What's going on, bud?
4: Not much, man. Uh, I just had a question. Uh, I guess this technically could be an off-the-hook if you wanted, but I wanted to know, since it's November, Survivor Series is on the way, if you were putting together, or if you or if you wanted to include members of uh, the Barnacle Bunch, uh, if you guys what? were putting yeah. together yes. a uh, Survivor Series team, who would be on it?
2: Hmm. Well, I'll tell you who wouldn't be on it, and that's Dennis. Um, <laughs> I would have him run the concession stand. Uh, that's really Ooh, that's important. a terrible idea. You'd make no money.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you want to know who would be on a Barnacle team? So I just I just need my team of five guys behind me.
4: Well, it would be you would pick any any uh, person who's wrestled from any point in time. Your five guys. Who would they be? Oh, wow. And if you wanted to include the Barnacle bunch in this discussion, that's up to the oh. host.
2: No, I have a great idea because I am the host, and it's my world, as you know, Joe, and you gave me a good idea, my friend. So this is what we'll do, Joe. I will have four names with me, and we will face the Barnacle Bunch, led by Dennis Jones. How about that?
4: There you go. I
2: like it. Put this on the docket, everyone. Write these names down. So Dennis Jones leads the charge for his team. He will have all the former producers, led with uh, the KFJ, Seth, would be there. Okay. Seth, like I don't want to wrestle. Do I have to have him on the team? Well, uh, this is the team I think you should have, Dennis. You, <laughs> Seth, Seth, Anthony, um, Robbie, because he's got size, and to close it up with Pat, have Pat as your secret. He's like your James Ellsworth.
3: I I feel like Pat's more manager-esque. He comes down with his uh his like his button, his pin on his on his on his suit, We're like the best of what we got. <laughs> all right. Woo. So, all right, tell me your team.
2: So so far hey, Joe, this is what you were talking about. This kind of feel, right?
4: Yeah, sure. I like
2: it. Well, what, what, do you, what what Joe, you seem disappointed. What do you want me to do here?
4: Oh no, I'm not at all disappointed. This is actually better than I expected.
2: Oh, you seem like a liar. Um but okay. I will tell you this, Joe. I will make my team shortly. Once Dennis tells me his team, I will tell Dennis my
3: team. I mean, we're acknowledging that we, we are going to get Merkelized over here, right? Like, this isn't.
2: You don't know that. I mean, you don't even know who I got. I, I, you know?
3: You could roll out, like, I, I'm not even going to say anybody insulted. How about
2: I tell you my. T- hey, Joe, should I tell him my team first?
4: I think so. I think that's good for him to know what he's coming up against.
2: Okay. It would be myself. Now, this would be all these guys when they're in their prime, right? If we're fantasy booking. Correct, Joe? Correct, sir. My team's simple. It'd be myself. It'd be Sabu. It'd be Rob Van Dam. It'd be Shane Douglas. And it would be Brock Lesnar. That'd be my team. Wow. Okay? Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Dennis?
1: <laughs>
0: Those all right. are all my, all
3: my friends. Uh, I I was... uh, so let me, let me try and match this up. All right. Okay. So since you're the captain, I would be the captain of my team. So it'd be you, I would, I'd be the first pick, obviously. Sabu, um, make I'm, can we make, can we make Seth the captain. Well, I'm I'm going Seth against Sabu. That's my matchup there because that just they're both crazy. Uh, RVD and Ant, that's an obvious one. <laughs> 420 Jones, yeah, continue. Um, Shane Douglas, his nickname was the franchise. Uh, maybe you gotta put maybe Seth twice. Can we duplicate Seth? Because he is the franchise. No, I put uh, I put Crying Brian there. Sneaky. You could do Crying Brian, or you
0: could
2: have Shane. Could wrestle. Um, you could also have Handsome Johnny. Ooh, Ooh.
3: that'd be pretty good. I think I deserve a ten-person team because we're gonna need all the help we can get. I think you might need twenty. Um, to be honest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I need anybody on the floor here.
2: Uh, you could you could take all of those
3: jobbers. Take Kels. Yeah, would, Have him uh, on gladly. You. And then Robbie's going to sh- square off against Brock Lesnar. They're both uh, love the Vikings, Minnesota guys. That's true. That's a good point. That should go well. That match. That would be interesting. <laughs> I would um, love <laughs> Robbie getting F five. That'd be disastrous.
2: <laughs> and and actually, Brock did play for the Vikings for a yeah. short term. So that's actually a good point. This seems like such a work, Joe. People can think that this is a, your plant. You realize that, right? Uh,
4: I do realize this. Yeah, i I take my check uh, in two weeks. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yeah, I'm sure CBS will get it. All right, Joe. Thanks for calling, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate. It. All
3: right, buddy. Um, and so, do you want to continue with this fancy book? Because I have things to do. I don't time. No, I mean it's it's. I got my team, and uh, make sure you check out Taz's Twitter at official Taz to to see the. Uh, uh, the back and forth between the two teams before Survivor Series.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we should have <laughs> shot that angle. Yeah, <laughs> shot that angle. <clears throat> That's true. We should have did that on Twitter and uh anyway, pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. That would have been funny. Um I got the raw preview I said. Gail Kim. So Gail Kim. So Gail Kim, you know, I I, I first met Gail in WWE. We were both in WWE together and always uh always a, just a excellent athlete, really worked so well in the ring, and always just a great girl, super classy girl, really nice, and would see her at all the, you know, Smackdowns and Raws and stuff, and she just always had a smile on her face, always just an excellent girl, excellent person to deal with, a real pro's pro, uh, tremendous in the ring, all business, you know, this girl was not, like, you know, uh, she was all business, you know what I mean, like, she's all about the show, all about, let's kick ass type thing, you know, so she's definitely... Someone you want in your locker room, and that's why she has so much success for her career. And then I I met up with Gail again in T N A. You know, obviously in my time T N A as a commentator and stuff. And you know, she loved her time in T N A. She I mean she she's now the Knockouts champion, and I believe she helped put together that division. Uh, you know, back in the day, and she 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 really is a, a, someone who's had an amazing career. She really has. I mean, she's someone that just you respect instantly when you get to know her. She, she trains you how to treat her, like just something about her. She's got a certain, certain. Um, I don't know how to word it, a certain, um, not ambience. Um, a certain feel to her, like when you talk with her, there's a certain, you just, you, you want to respect her mindset, the way she is as a competitor, uh, the way she looks at the business, you know, there's just she, no shortcuts, you know, so I can't put her over any more than I am. I've had her on my show before, you want to listen to Gail and I have a conversation, it was uh, one of the older. I don't know if it was you in podcast, you know, it might have been a Taz show, but people can go back that far, right? On Tazshow Dennis, to get some stuff here.
3: Uh, I don't know about it on Tazshow but you can definitely search for it on Google and listen to it. It might be on like YouTube or something like that. One of the other platforms. I'll check now. Well, that's not a good idea. Uh,
2: no, don't do that. That you go no, sir, because you can't do that. You you want to go to iTunes and listen to it. That's how you want to do it. Trust me. Um, anyway, if you could uh, get a hold of the lead producer, maybe he can tell you what episode, like around when that was. He would know. He would know. Um, Sorry, you need to do your homework. You know what I mean, Dennis? You need to do your homework. I'm doing it as we speak. <sighs> this is the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. Yo, Kim, tremendous, okay? Tremendous performance. She had a great career. Now she goes in there and wins the title again last night. And this is her last match. So now are they going to do a tournament? What are they going to do? I'm not sure. Truth be told, I did not watch Bound for Glory. So I need to let you people know that. I didn't see her match. Uh, I was looking at some stuff on Twitter, and but I did not see Bound for Glory. I watched the Dolphins and the Raiders. Um, Didn't just, just uh, kind of... Forgot it was on and wasn't really into watching it and just didn't watch it. I don't really need to explain myself, but I just felt like I needed to. That was redundant and uh, I made no sense. But that's okay. That's what I do sometimes. Um, I didn't want to watch it. I I wanted to watch football. I missed a few football games yesterday. I was traveling and then I was finally able to sit and chill and watch, you know, first quarter to fourth quarter, the Dolphins and the Raiders. So that's what I wanted to do so that's really what happened but regardless, Gail Kim this girl, did. Uh, she's had a great career and all this stuff and she's a tremendous p- professional and performer and I wanted to just put her over and give her praise out here because she deserves that and uh, and a lot of people in our industry respect Gail and stuff like that and you know, she loves her time loved her t- I, I, I don't know how to do this in past tense or not because I don't know if she's going to be gone if she's leaving or if she's going to work behind the scenes I don't know what she's doing I do know that for all the time while i was there with her in tna she loved her time at tna if you listen to the podcast when she was a guest on my show and her and i were talking you could tell right away like her she just loves her time in tna and from when dixie carter was there all the way to now i guess i mean she's still you know so she 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 that's great you know we've heard a lot of people over the years you know knock and rip tna and everything and all the issues and all the stuff but there are a handful of people that have enjoyed their run and time there and, 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 and respect everything about TNA. And I think Gail's one of those people. And that's cool. That's great. Good for her. That's awesome. You can't, you know, what are you going to say? You got you got to put her over, you know? So I'm happy for Gail. And we'll see where they go, what the TNA does here. Are they going to have a tournament for a vacant championship or is she going to have to not hand the title over? She's the champ. She won. <clears throat> so, again, I didn't see it, but I just, that's what I heard. And and that's the deal. So, uh Regardless, uh, apparently it was her last match. i hopefully not lying about that because that would be like not a smart thing to do to say it's her last match, and it's not. If it isn't, then cool. But no matter what, she still had a great career. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about Raw real quick. What's going on tonight, and then I'm wrapping this thing up here. Raw will be tonight in the U.K., Manchester, U.K., Okay, at the Manchester Arena. Cool building. Been there. cool Manchester, cool city. Love it there. Uh, Miss TV will kick off Raw again. Look at this. In Manchester, special guest will be Kurt Angle. That should be good. Jason Jordan and Elias battle in a guitar on a pole match. Lordy B, Lordy B. I saw this information went out, I think, on Friday. And this has got to be just a rib, like a joke, that they're doing a guitar on a pole match. So um, I don't even know what to say. I don't pitch this being that good of a match. I hope I'm wrong for these two young men, but I don't think it's going to be a good match. I just I hate to be negative, Nelly, but I just feel it's not going to be. I don't know if there's enough. Ah, let's let's just let the match happen and I'll react to tomorrow on the Tash show. Give you my react. Can Alicia Fox find superstars to be in her traditional Survivor Series team? That's the question that WWE.com is asking. They're asking if right now she's got Nia Jax. And uh, the SmackDown team is loaded already with Becky Lynch as the El Capitan. You got, uh, you got, uh, you got, hold on, I'm reading something else. I was doing something else. Sorry about that. Hold on, I'm doing something. Uh, I'm doing the gimmick to Dennis. <laughs> hold on, hold work. This gets over great on the podcast. version. Oh, sure. yeah. Right.
3: Uh, Becky Lynch <laughs> is the captain. oh uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, you got Charlotte Flair, you got Tamina, you got Naomi, you got um uh, Carmella, you got uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so the SmackDown team, SmackDown team is loaded with uh, wrestlers, uh, like I said, uh, and the uh, you know Alicia's got Nia Jax. So there's three spots open. Who will fill those spots? That's kind of I guess tonight. Maybe they'll I don't know if they'll give all three. Maybe they will. We shall see. But they are posing the question. Not me. I'm um, getting a. Tweet here from one of our loyal fan base people. This is the Kingsman. It was HBM Days, Human Podcast Stream Days, episode eight, it looks like. Uh hashtag the Taz Show. Thank you, Kingsman. New producer of the Taz Show, ladies and gentlemen. The Kingsman, bring him in. Um unbelievable. Here he is. I'll I'll uh I will retweet this out. So if anybody wants to uh go back and listen to it, it's from uh February twelfth, twenty fifteen that was a long time—almost three years ago. No one loves the game like me, bro. We know this. This is a, this is an obvious. You're listening
3: to episode
2: 486 right now,
3: and that, that's the a Taz show. That's not is. Does that include true. the no, human podcast? It does not. Oh, I'm just I'm a machine. Just,
2: people don't Some people want to talk shit about how many shows they got. Listen, please stop. Just stop it, everybody. Hey, uh, <laughs> We got um <laughs> sorry we got Kane. Will Kane will Kane's monstrous reign of destruction continue in Manchester? Well, if you're asking that question, WWE, I think it will, being that it's a work and you write it. Will Raw's title holders still be standing tall for the champion versus champion match at Survivor Series? Interesting. Interesting. So it looks you know, usually when they do shows in the UK, it's always good shows. I will like to predict that they will have the 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 bus by the entrance, the 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 England bus, the double decker, what do they call it? England buses? What do they call those buses?
3: I think they're just double deckers from
2: Ant Anthony, what do they call? The ones in the city or
5: the ones that you go as just a tourist? Which city are you talking about? Well, like, because in, in London, they have the double-deckers that are, like, public transportation, but out here, we have the tourist ones that just cause traffic.
2: Good points on every level. Uh, thanks for joining the show, and See ya. Um, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they they will have the double-decker by the entranceway of the, um, you know, of Raw. They always do that. I mean, maybe they'll change up the set.
3: It's always the same thing. You ever notice that, Dennis? Yeah, it's it I can predict the the set today, it's gonna what's the flag called? Union Jack?
2: Yeah, they call it Union Jack, that's right.
3: They'll uh they'll have that. That'll be pre- prevalent. There'll be an old school uh a phone booth. Yes, that's right. I forgot about the phone booth. Good uh, point. Yes. Like one of the one of the old school British cars will be there. Yeah. Let, let's put every little prop <laughs> so we could just The podcast. Roll the...
2: the great uh, uh you know, the great UK. Let's just do that.
3: They'll roll out the Queen do. of England. She'll give a wave. Yes. Somebody's gonna just, somebody's just. gonna come out in the uh the Parliament, the the guards outside Buckingham Palace. Alright, I can't
2: follow that. On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed the Taz show. Uh sorry at the top we were starting a little late because we had a little tech issue. Be back tomorrow talking some raw. Uh hope you guys enjoy your Monday and thank you for supporting the show as always and liking it on the iTunes and spreading the word of the show and whatever the hell you people do. I appreciate you. You know that. Not playing around over here. All right, guys. Listen, everybody uh, at the Gimmick Clubhouse, this is Taz. You are not. I am. And thank you, guys. Talk to me.
1: raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they move and when I'm back at home it never feels the same. cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids meal play ball that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at so go back the drink just to get away we gotta live it up carolina here to stay i'm hoping i won't let you go i left my heart in the city